This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. New show alert on the Becky L Network. This Saturday afternoon, catch the debut show of The Better Angle from 4 to 7 Eastern with hosts Kate Constable and Cameron Smith. They'll take you behind the numbers and uncover the stories that shape the odds. Get in on the action as the duo will guide you through the fast-paced world of live betting and give you the inside scoop on which lines to jump on and which to avoid. Watch on twitch.tv slash or anywhere on the go with the Odyssey app. Well, unfortunately, my Oilers bet didn't pay out yesterday as they uh, wound up losing outright to Vegas, and so now the Golden Knights uh, have a series lead there. But as we look ahead to tonight, Aaron, we've got the Hurricanes and the Devils game for that series. Carolina leads it two games to one, uh, but it's the Devils at home who are Moneyline favorites at minus 155. You know, it's interesting when we break this game down that – Carolina, good forecheck, no doubt about that. They certainly generate a ton of high-quality shots. Devils Mm -hmm. do need to generate more on the power play, no doubt about that. But as we've talked about before, there are probably going to be fewer power play opportunities as this series goes on. But here's what I find really intriguing. When you're looking at expected goals or actual goals above or below expected, per money puck, three of the four seller dwellers in terms of fewest goals over expected they are new jersey devils nico heischer timo meyer and jesper brett at some point i feel like that has to change and the devils you know yeah they already you know went nuts the game prior but i also feel like that's going to continue in some way shape or form now carolina we've talked about them being analytical darlings so they may be able to keep up in this one And so the bet I like the most here is the over five and a half, because at some point I feel like either offense is going to go off. What do you think? I already bet it. Minus 105, over five and a half. Also, because the winning team has pretty much cleared that by themselves so far in this series with five, six, and eight. So I love the over. Um... I'm glad you're on board, but yeah, the winning team basically scored the over by themselves. So I I hope that that trend continues and I have already bet it before the show. Great minds think alike. Missed you. Hi. How you doing? (laughs) Listen, I was, I know what you guys are breaking down this total and you're both in on the over. Okay, cool. Here's the thing. The NHL is cheating. And I, being in Chicago, I have no problem saying it. Does anybody – I know we're not supposed to, and, oh, there, there are too many people. Come on. This story is just a little too perfect for the NHL and what happened with their draft lottery last night. Is it not? Is it not just too perfect? Like, it was obvious <laughs> – Ed is trying to, to, to breathe through this. It was so obvious 
what was going to happen. And when you look at the other markets involved, and oh, I know the dynasty ended a while ago, and they probably should have broken up the band a while ago, but it finally ended this past season uh, with Taves playing, not really playing uh, this year. He was a member of the Blackhawks. But now that that's over, here they are, you know, basically trying to lose, get into the lottery. They don't have the best odds. And you have this uh, supreme talented Connor Bedard. He, he, he's so good that they don't even have odds listed. They have Wembenyana odds listed. They don't even have Connor Bedard list, odds listed. It starts with the number two pick uh, on who's going to go there. So I'm sorry. I'll buy into the conspiracy theory that this is exactly what the NHL wanted. And like the NBA had always fought against this for years when they would have superstar players going to certain teams. Oh, like, I don't know, the LA Lakers. Are, there are some other examples that we've seen, and there were the rumors about the cold envelope and all that. I didn't watch last night. I just saw the results. They don't show us anything, right? It's just like, right. all right, here are the picks. Here's the reveal. Like, mm-hmm. well, it is oh, gotta- so funny. It's the funniest bit of television I think I've ever watched in my life is the NHL draft. It, I was at the gym, brag, and it happened to be on on the TVs there. Yeah. And it's just they fly through these cards. Like the NBA lottery, they have like some players there and they're talking. NHL oh. is just this one guy with a bunch of cards flipping it's through them. Weeks. It's hilarious. And I I think there was a mistake. Like, who had one pick going to break, and then they came back from a yeah, break, and it was another? they're going to break. I saw it on Twitter. Like, they're going to break, and they announce it as the break hits that Montreal has the third pick. No, which, it was which, Columbus. And yeah, which, what was Columbus. Was they, okay. they were going to announce it all the way through four, and then they were going to leave the top three open after the break. And yeah. Kevin Weeks, uh, the, the host of the NHL draft, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. either he was told or accidentally said it aloud or something happened where he spilled the beans and said Columbus with a number three pick. And it was this awkward deal where I don't think they were supposed to say the Blue Jackets had number three overall. He wound mm-hmm. up spilling the beans. And so then Columbus fans are like, wait a minute, does that mean we have number three? And then you come back from break and then you see the number three overall pick goes to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And then you could tell a mistake was made by somebody. And uh-huh. then they, you know, sort of cut away to the brass of the Blue Jackets. And then that's that. And then you uh, finish with either Chicago or Anaheim. And then you see mm, uh, you know, both watch parties going nuts. And you know, and then of course the Blackhawks uh, win the pick, and then number two is Anaheim, and then the logo's upside down, and you're like, "Well, <laughs> was it upside down? It was upside down, and then he corrected it really quickly, but it was originally presented as an upside down duck. And if you know your American flag history, when the American flag is upside down, it's a sign of distress. I felt mm-hmm. like that may have been done on purpose. The real conspiracy was presenting the Ducks logo upside down because that was a wow. disaster. Wow. So it sounds Only like the, the show NHL. was a hit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking in, forward in to seeing Adam Fantilli in a Ducks uniform. I know that much. <laughs> Is he definitely the pick? I saw he's minus 400 for number two. I, I, I think so. I mean, when I was talking to my Ducks folks, I mean, it was sort of that assumption that Fantilli is going to be the pick. I mean, it may not be. Things can happen between now and June, but still. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this time last year. There, Who was it? 
who was uh, there, there was a heavy favorite. He ended up going fourth overall. That's not happening mm-hmm. this year. No, no, no. No, it's, it's Bedard. <laughs> what, how, how, you know more than us, at least more than me. How good is this guy? Is it what Osborne was saying? I mean, he was throwing out some names that have gone number one overall over the last couple of decades that have been outright superstars. That's, is that what we're going to see here? That's, that is what we're going to see. Uh, th- there's a reason why Ducks fans are crying still uh, the morning after because Chicago is going to get an absolute stud. I mean, this is a Sidney Crosby type of superstar. I mean, he, he does it all. He, he creates offense in so many different ways. Uh, you know, he's fast on, on the ice. I mean, name a skill set. He certainly has it or comes close to being, you know, one of the better ones uh, uh, as anything is concerned. And yeah, Chicago will be back on the map in no time. And I think this is especially why the Ducks are so upset because they really didn't invest that much this season. They've got an incredibly good young core with Trevor Zegras leading the way. Troy Terry's there. He's also fantastic. But this is something where you add one more great piece to that, then the Ducks become contenders immediately. And instead, you know, not, not that Fantilli's a bad player. Like, you know, certainly did a lot of good things out of Michigan. But it, it's, it, it's a hit. It's a hit for the Ducks and a great, great opportunity for the Blackhawks to get back on top. There are a lot of people, for good reason, and mostly off-the-ice scandals going on with this organization that were completely done with mm-hmm. them. And, you know, they had a long, long streak of sellouts at home. And it, it, they set all sorts of records as far as that goes. Um, last night, there were $2.5 million in season tickets sold. Mm-hmm. Because not of surprised. Yeah. Yeah, not, not, not surprised cool. at all. Because e- even if Chicago, you know, isn't making the playoffs right away, at least you get to watch this super exciting star who's going to be with them for a really long time. Like he's just 17 years old. So the mm-hmm. longevity of it is also a really big deal. And you get to watch this guy grow up before your very eyes and play really, really good hockey. I'm not surprised at all that the Blackhawks are, uh, you know, swimming in money at this point. Yep. Yeah. They're very, wow. I, it's, it's unbelievable, but it's also not. And I'm kind of, joking but i'm also not <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. just the story is too perfect and the nhl saw what happened when the blackhawks are great how healthy the league is when the blackhawks are great and it's something that people did not think would happen for a very very long time and uh maybe but to lead the way sorry i, did, I just that was just top that's top of mind because it is such a a big story and uh yeah chicago with the number one pick and two drafts had it in the NFL, traded away. This one ain't getting traded. It's pretty cool. I mean, even just being here in Washington, I mean, Ovechkin's been here for almost 20 years. He was drafted in 2004. I wow. mean, you're looking at potentially 20 years of having just an awesome player on your team there in Chicago, and it's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane started it all, mm-hmm. right, for their last run. Yep. Sure did. Let's move on now uh, back to tonight's slate. Uh, I'm going to stay off the Kraken. Stars Kraken game four, Seattle leading that series two games to one. Uh, But the Stars on the road, Moneyline favorites at minus 135. The total is five and a half. 
I, I pretty much agree that the, the stars offensively, they just have too much firepower. They, they can't continue to get stifled like this, Aaron. Yeah, so like Grubauer has been good. There was a lot of criticism of him before this series started, and he's just been lights out. But the thing that scares me as someone who wants the Kraken to win is, is he going to be due for regression? You know what I mean? Because he was so inconsistent, mm-hmm. and he was a big concern before the series started. And then it's like he just flipped a switch. Like, are we going to see regression from him? And... um as Joe Osborne was saying about Ottinger, like people expect him not to be bad. Like he was yeah. pulled. Uh, he only stopped 12 of 17 shots in that last game. So I'm sure he won't be as bad. I hope he is, but I don't <laughs> think he will. Yeah, he gave up a bunch in the first game too. <laughs> more, many more shots, but yeah, I, I understand that the Dallas support, I'd go there as well. Bouncing back with Ottinger. Yeah, Grubauer doesn't have to play poorly, but the Stars generate just too many high danger chances that even if Grubauer is playing well, like the Stars are just too too strong there. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we move on to tonight's MLB card right here on the BetQL Network.